With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. I don't know why I'm here, Wednesday. I keep seeing that doggone camel walking through the theater talking about hump day. Something's wrong with me. Anyway, pray for me. I'm praying for you. Today we're going to talk about something that is very, very, I know that was just silly, wasn't it? We're going to talk about something that is very serious in nature, though. That is, how do you stop hurting? You know, there's, um, and I'm diving straight into this because it is a necessary conversation. It is a necessary subject. It's a subject we tend to avoid. The, um, the going through a breakup, going through reconciling yourself with yourself, the things that are associated with moving beyond and moving past uh, pain and the anxiety that comes from suffering, comes from loss, it is typically easier to discuss than it is to actually do. I'm going to give you some things that we should focus on, and, and I've gotten a lot, just a deluge of letters from all around the world, from Australia, Canada, even uh, the UK and Africa, all of these letters asking me, Doc, what do I do? How do I get past this? Um, it is amazing the number of men that have written me. I've got, I guess I've gotten in excess of a couple of hundred letters from men saying, I am really hurt. So ladies, one thing I want you to pay attention to is men have feelings. They do hurt too. Pain, anger, suffering, it is not gender-specific. As a matter of fact, it is just part of the human condition. Unfortunately, there is no quick way to get past these things, but what I am going to do and, and work with you today is give you the tools you need to instantly, and when I say instantly, start taking your life back. Hurt, grief, anger, depression, those things are debilitating. When you have this stuff happen to you, it is easier to go and put the feathers back into a plucked chicken than it is to get yourself back on track, back into the game, and back in your life. Hopefully, after we talk about this a bit today, you will find yourself in a much better place. I know if you pay attention and listen to the things that are going to be discussed, 
not only will you empower yourself, you will break the cycle. You won't go back out there and get this same dummy again just with a different name and a different hairstyle. Some of you have even switched genders thinking that, well, maybe if I just date someone that's my gender. Well, yeah, let me tell you something. As long as you are dating a human being, hello, you are going to deal with human issues. I was teaching um, earlier this week, and I did something that I want you to just picture in your head. Imagine yourself sitting in a chair, and the person that you just broke up with or the person that, let's say you're single and you're praying and you're ready for someone to come in your life and you're listening to this program and you don't even know why. Well, let me give you a hint. Nothing in life is an accident. The fact that you're tuned in, the fact that you're listening to my voice right now is, is confirmation that something greater than yourself has summoned you to this place. There's something much more significant that has a lot more meaning than what you probably believe is relative right now. It's probably something that you've been taking for granted, that you've been thinking, you know what, do I really have to go there? Am I really um, that bad that I need somebody to help me? Well, let me give you the first thing. Stop playing like anything that nothing is wrong. But pretending that you're fine is about as stupid as walking around musty pretending that you had a bath. <laughs> you know what I mean? People can tell that you are in a stinking situation. People can tell. Your kids can tell. Your friend, especially your children. If you have small children, you cannot fool them. They are learning from you how to deal with their problems and how to deal with pain. So before I get to the imagined thing that I was just I was telling you to get ready to do, I want to cover some bases. The first thing is let yourself mourn. Whether you lost this person due to death because they ran off with the neighbor or you found out that what you had just really wasn't ever serious to begin with, or you finally unstuff yourself from uh, being uh, foolish and, and making dumb decisions, thinking that you were ever in a good relationship. Many of us have been in a jacked-up thing that we thought was a relationship with somebody when, in fact, you were in a situation, you were in a set of circumstances, that mess that you're calling a relationship was never a relationship. The good part is now you see it. So what do you do? Well, I already said let yourself mourn, cry, hell, punch a pillow, go out and hit some baseballs or go to a driving range and knock the crap out some golf balls. But vent and let this stuff out of you. If you walk around carrying it and you allow your pride to stop you from being real, who is that helping? I mean, is somebody going to give you an award for being fake? You don't have to go to your office and sob, but here's what I want you to do. Take a moment. Matter of fact, take several. Take some quiet moments to sit and reflect and be honest with yourself. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be hurt. Hell, it's okay to feel humiliated. What's not okay is to stay in that place. You know, it's much healthier 
now while this thing and for some of you you it, your hurt is not even a day old it just happened this morning for others this has been something you have been battling with for going on the last couple of years, maybe, maybe even the last four or five years, bless your heart, that you realized, I can't do this anymore. I cannot continue to come to my own damn house and feel locked out. Even though I'm in the house, I feel locked out from the peace and locked out from the serenity and locked out from the sanctuary that you pick that furniture, you pick those paintings, you pick that couch, you pick that television, you pick those books, and you can't enjoy any of it, none of it. All of these things that you work your little behind off to get. Fellas, you went in there putting up with crap off your supervisor, going to work and all that traffic ladies, picking up kids and and being the chauffeur, being the uh, what you're, you're being everything to everybody and nothing to yourself. It's okay to be a little pissed off. Hell, it's even okay if you're pretty damn mad right about now. The issue is, have your anger, have your pain, have your disappointment, even have your shame. Underline what I'm about to say. The most important thing is do not let pain, guilt, anger, depression, and shame have you. That's right. Do not submit to the dominion of the dark side. Once you go there, it's much more difficult to leave than it is to visit. Believe that. Now, back to what I was going to tell you to imagine. Picture yourself sitting in that chair, any chair, in a room that is virtually empty. If you can, close your eyes and do this. As you see yourself sitting in that chair, go back and put whoever was your caregiver. You know, I'm adopted, so it was like I had a bunch of different people in my life. Uh, I was adopted, but whoever it was, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, Picture that person talking the way that you just would hear them talk to you. For some of you, that's going to be shouting and screaming. For others, it's validation. For others, it's confirmation. For others, there's no one there. Now, picture the person that first treated you badly, mean, criticized you, talked to you, and they're there talking to. Now, picture what you remember, the people that played the most significant roles in your life, the teacher, the neighbor that babysat you, the person that molested you, yes, and I am saying people that played roles that roles we really probably want to dismiss. Picture them there talking to you too. Now picture yourself between seven and nine years old. Who was influencing you? Who were your friends? What were the beautiful moments and the disappointing moments. Picture those people there, too. And go a little further. The first time someone broke your heart and rejected you between 9 and 13 or 13 and 17, picture that relationship uh, where you either got validated or hurt. It doesn't matter. You don't want. 
as you imagine all of these people present, hear all of them talking in a voice. Now, quite naturally, if you have five, ten people or more or less talking at the same time, it is very hard to distinguish any one particular voice unless you pay specific attention to that person, correct? Well, that's exactly what's going on when you meet people. That's exactly what's going on when you have a significant other come into your life. You have all of these people that are present in your head and in this other person's head, and those voices, though you think you cannot hear them audibly, they are there. They are in the long-term memory, the part of the brain people call the hippocampus. But believe it or not, if their effect on you was physical, if it was emotional, if it was something tangible, if they molested you, if they made you feel good, if they hugged you, if they abandoned you, whatever significance is attached to each one of these people that you just summoned forth in your memory, in your present situation, all of those voices are still there, and some of them are talking as loud as they were back then to you. The problem is, you cannot distinguish that until the pressure hits or you left you left feeling alone and a bit lonely when it's just you and them the stinking thinking kicks in something to consider isn't it going further into this the person that you were dealing with or thinking about ceasing dealing with or the person that you've been allowing to come in and out of your life they have the same thing. So um, when the two of you are together, though in present form, it is only the two of you in the ethereal and that which you cannot see in the cognitive recesses of one's memory and one's thoughts. All of these voices are playing a role. Now you're going, Doc, what the hell does that have to do with me getting over somebody? It has a great deal to do with you getting over somebody. As a matter of fact, it is such a significant um, constituent of your being that we have to get these people out of the mix if you are ever going to move forward in your life. These folks have to go and they need to go today. How do you do that? Real simple. Well, actually, how you do it is simple, but it's not as easy as said, and I understand that. So get your pen and paper out right now. Go ahead. You already know when you're listening to this program, you need a pen and paper, right? The thing I want you to do is write the person's name down that is has been haunting you like a crackhead ghost. Just write their name down. Beneath their name, I want you to write down three things that they said on a consistent basis to you that either hurt your feelings or that penetrated you in a very uncomfortable, ungratifying way. Write that down. And, yes, I know you don't want to think about this, but we have to sometimes cut the wound open in order to heal it. If they called you out your name, if they told you how stupid you were, if they... Um, 
embarrassed you in front of friends and family if they were the type of person that didn't care how you felt and not only uh, said it, but demonstrated it, which leads me into the second thing I want you to write down. Write down three things that they have done and the last, well, I'm not even going to put a time limit on it. Three things that they have done that were not a slap in the face, but were was the equivalent of taking dog poop out the yard and putting it on a sandwich and telling you it's Nutella, you know, or peanut butter. Think of three things they've done. Did they what they stole from you? What they um, they they who they screwed in your bed, or you caught them cheating with a cell phone you're paying for, and you see sexting and text messages and all this. Write that down and describe it. We'll take a minute. In case you forgot, the first three things I wanted you to write down is things they said to or about you that hurt you, that embarrassed you in front of friends, that made you feel less than a human being. Write that down right now. And the second thing you're writing down is physical demonstrative acts, taking money out your car, I mean out your bank account. Uh, that's funny. That's probably prophetic. Somebody probably put their gas money in the car to go to work. You look in there, your gas money's gone. Um, the times that they didn't even bother to hug you. You just got out the shower. You you did your little landscaping, and you know what I mean, and got off smelling good, and they just ignored you. The time that you were counting on them, and they knew in advance, but they just said, screw you, and decided to stay out partying, drinking, doing less than whatever. Let's not forget that. Not to mention the other things they did, like destroy your stuff, deny you access to your things or things that mattered to you. They just took it and broke it, threw it away, calling your job, harassing you threatening you, and God forbid for some of you people, male and female, hit you. That's right. Men get hit too, ladies. All of that. Make make a list. Now, here is the third area. So the first area was things said. Second area was things done. Third area, what was lost? What significant things did this moron or this this crazy woman cost you from completing? Were you in school and because this relationship was flying south faster than a duck in the wintertime, you ended up having a horrible semester because you couldn't think straight? Now you're repeating classes or you, you're not even in school anymore because they were so busy accusing you of messing with people at the school. What about family members, people that you love, your friends? Relationships are now damaged because they either slept with one of them or just basically sequestered you where you stop associating with people that never have done nothing but love you. Family members you are now estranged from because you picked this idiot over them. Maybe it was a child. Maybe 
it was a sibling or a cousin or someone that was like family to you. Now, that, what I want you to do with that list is every time you get the urge to recycle this dummy through your mind, and here's reality. The people that hurt you and devastate you, you probably brought them into your life. That's the next step. You have to accept your contribution to bringing this person into your life. What what did you have to do with it? What did you, when God said, you, you said, God, you know what? I want you to give me a sign that this person is not good for me. Give me a sign, please. And you get the sign. You you know, you're not a nosy person. You're not trying to snoop through phones and look through cars and stuff, but you just happen to be cleaning up and found that earring stud, on the, you know, in the carpet, and you're like, okay, I don't wear, that's not mine. I don't wear cheap, fake earrings. Where did that come from? Or, fellas, you see her getting out of this guy's car, or you see the way that this, these two people look at each other. And I'm not talking about some made-up stuff. I'm talking about stuff that you, in your heart of hearts, you know that something ain't right. That dream you had the next day, all of a sudden, here's a manifestation of it, huh? I want you to really pay attention to the things that you willfully have, are trying to ignore. How much money has this person cost you? What about time? You know, you were going to school, going to work. Now, you can't even think straight at work. You can't even enjoy going to school. You don't go visit your mother or your father, your children. When this person is around, how can you relax? Because you don't know whether they are being mean to your children are talking to you crazy. I, I had um, several. This is only one client. So if you're one of my clients that's listening, no, I am not talking about you specifically. I've had many people tell me that their significant other, and I'm saying male and female, embarrass them in front of their children by calling them out their name, calling them the B word or uh, if it's a man being humiliated in front of your daughter or a person saying to you, you know what, um, I my daughter comes second to you. What kind of man is going to tell you to put your children second? Ladies, you are a package deal. Gentlemen, don't you start abandoning your child because some woman doesn't want to be bought. You got the wrong woman in your life. You got the wrong man in your life. Look at the cost of being with people. And, and I'm getting emails while I'm talking to you. And so I'll repeat it. Someone said I missed the three things. The three things is write down three things this person said to you that just gutted you. And, and where they said them, how they said them, why they said them, if they called you and cursed you out and hurt your feelings, don't play like that didn't hurt you. It hurt you. It embarrassed you. People talking about you in front of your mother and father, your brother, sister, your children, write that down. 
Write the things down they said to you in private, how stupid you are and all that. Write that down. Then the next thing that was on the list and is what they did to you. They hit you. They stole your money. They went and used up your debit card or your credit card. They bought someone into your home and had sex with them. Or they were in your car and picked you up from late because they were out cheating with somebody. You went and got a cell phone, put them on your plan, and they're sexting somebody. Or they think they're so slick. Okay, I'm not going to sext them. I'm going to use a Google chat. Well, I don't care how people deceive you. Wake up and smell the manure. You deserve to be treated better than that. And if you don't uh, force people to treat you better, don't be mad when they don't. You hear me? Do not come crying and complaining that they don't. Now, some things that I – and then after that I said, don't pretend you're okay. You're not okay. It's okay to cry. Men – that includes you. I, got, I, I said earlier, I got hundreds of letters last week from men that listened to part one of this show. Each one of those letters said, man, you know, I don't understand it. They say there are no good men out here. Well, ladies, I'm a good man. I'm a guy. I, I'm I'm single. I mind my business. I don't run around sleeping with no bunch of women, and I make my own money. Sure. All people need a little help now and then. I need help. You know, who doesn't? However, at the end of the day, just because you're a good person does not uh, make you immune to being hurt. So stop blaming God. Quit blaming yourself for how someone else treated you. As a matter of fact, the more that you're living in the past of your pain, you're missing the pleasure of your present. So punch the pillow. Go hit some golf balls, go to the softball batting range, and ladies, I'm telling you, not only will you get a good workout, and speaking of working out, go to the gym. Those endorphins that come while you work out will help diminish your cortisol levels and all this other stuff, but I'm going to get to that later. Next thing, breakups can be hard, and this is going to be conditional what I'm going to tell you. Very rarely can people break up and maintain a solid friendship. It may come back to being one over time, but initially, very rare can you do it. You're not ready to be pals yet. I'm not saying that, and and for those of you that have children, you're going to have to get along. But if you don't have a kid with somebody, chill out. Perhaps down the road you can be friends. In the meantime, leave their family. Don't don't start calling his sister because that's just your way of vicariously keeping an eye on being attached to someone and being proximal to them. Leave their friends and family alone if that's a possibility. And I understand there are people that have moved from other states and they don't know anybody, and now you just moved to Atlanta, New York, L.A., wherever you are. This person's not in your life anymore. What do you do? I mean, you don't know anybody. Real simple. Here's what you do. Say hello and make new friends. Get involved in your hobby. Get your behind back in shape. If you don't want to do any of that, that's cool. Go and sit on your porch. Look at nature. Look at birds and clouds and 
the awe and splendor. If you're in a place where there's mountains, behold the mountain. If you're near the ocean, behold the sea. If you are near a, a nice area where you can just go for a walk in the park, every city in America has one of those three or four things. They either have a nice park you can go walk in. If they don't have a park, you are probably less than an hour away from a coastline or from a nice lake or a river. If that's not the case, you're close to a mountain. If you're in a desert area, put on your hiking stuff and, you know, fill up something with water, not wine. You <laughs> mean fail you behind out walking out there drunk. But, uh, and that's another thing. Don't drink. Leave a pot alone. I mean, I understand um, I'm not encouraging that you smoke weed or do nothing stupid. But what I am saying is leave things that allegedly make you feel good at first, which later it just intensifies your pain. Create intentional space for yourself and let yourself mourn the end of this season in your life. If you can be friends, that's cool, but most people can't, so don't try to make it happen. You're not looking right now. The last thing you need is to get some misery loves company folks around you. Those people, girl, you know, to get over one man, you need to meet another one. You tell that helper to sit down, shut up, and don't you listen to that fool. You hear me, ladies? That's not what you need. You need time to think. And then take responsibility. Earlier I said, look at how this person came to you. What role did you play in it? And a lot of you are going to say, Doc, I was minding my business, and this fool hollered at me. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. That doesn't mean that you have to leave them there. That doesn't mean that you should just uh, keep yourself recycling something that has long been over. Don't take yourself there. As a matter of fact, I was featuring a friend of mine's music last week, and, and Brian Courtney Wilson, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the coolest guys I've ever met. He actually lives where he talks about. So we're going to take a quick break with the 30-minute mark. I'm going to play something by Brian Courtney Wilson called All I Need because at the end of the day, all you really need is God in you. That's it. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. Diaz on you.
you feel whether you are the reason that it got screwed up or you are the victim of it being screwed up, it hurts. And although it's excruciating and almost unbearable, it is important. And I know you don't want to hear this. But it is important that you experience this pain fully. And that's why we wrote out that list. Because when you start having a weak moment thinking, well, maybe if we just go back, well, hell no. We're not going back. Life is not about going backwards. That's why you move forward in life. But feel the pain and and don't feel it in thinking that, okay, well, if I sleep with somebody else, if I drink this drink, if I smoke this joint, if I go and uh, run around with these wild men and women telling me, well, girl, I got a friend for you, that fool is a hoe. Don't listen to hoes when you're trying to get your life together. That is not what you need. You need time, and you need time alone with you because life can feel chaotic and scary during this this, uh, phase. So don't worry. It's okay. The next thing is this anger and bargaining that we go through. Frustration always leads to anger. You may lash out and lay unwarranted blame for this breakup on maybe this third party, the person hooked up with some man or woman, don't blame them. They have nothing to do with what you're going through. It was the person you're in the relationship with. Now, mind you, there's some ratchet folks out here. There's some men out here that will screw your wife, fellas, or your fiancé or your girlfriend. And ladies, you know there's some ratchet females out here. They are who they are. It was your mate that made this decision. So don't you be stupid enough to start trying to think, oh, this woman took my man. No, and, and being honest, if we just really be truthful, sometimes people leave you over you. It didn't have anything to do with a third party. It's just you and them, someone right with your cookie jar. You know, maybe the lid wasn't on type and you had some stale stuff in your life. Maybe you, I, I look at somebody who, I'm, I'm not trying to go to Real Housewives of Atlanta, but I'm already going there. Miss Joyce, I, I know you're Candy's mom, so I'm not going to disrespect someone's mama, but ain't no way in hell I could. Todd needs, uh, they need to name a street after Todd. A neighborhood, because I couldn't put up with somebody's ignorant family. So if you are that person whose family jacked up your relationship, this is a good time for you to put them in check. Not saying it'll fix your relationship, but next time, don't go bringing people up into your business and then have a gall and audacity to be pissed off when they Get up in your business. You can't, when you are in an adult relationship, you need to work your problems out with your significant other, not your friends, not your family. Now, before someone starts beating themselves up, let me add some pages to that. If you are in an abusive relationship and your family members came and helped move your furniture, I am not talking about that. Matter of fact, you need to reach out to somebody if someone is physically mistreating you and your children if you have children. But this anger, this frustration, remember that the people that you work with aren't, aren't this person that calls you, so don't lash out at them. And you probably will because, you know, hurting people hurt people. But be mindful. Don't lash out at your kids. Don't lay unwarranted blame on other people for stuff that you may or may not have contributed to. 
And please, try to control your emotions to the degree that you can. You will damage other relationships, relationships that don't have a problem when you do that. Going into another step, no matter how pissed off you are, and you may you may have every reason to feel like what I'm what I'm getting ready to discuss. Breakups, even the ones that are what I call nasty, you know, it's like you're not mad, and you just realize that this season is up, but. Hell, that can still hurt people. It may not be hurting you because you're just going on and realizing, you know what, this just ain't for me, and we, you'll be better with somebody else than me too. But the, if you're the person that's on the other end of that, you may not be feeling so cheesy, you know, you may not feel that way. Whatever the case, when mourning the end of your relationship, here's the, a huge bit of etiquette that I want you to follow. Do not seek revenge. You heard me. That's right. I know you want to key his car. I know you want to kidnap her cat. I know you want to burn this person's stuff and leave it out. So don't do no. That's as that's not gonna make anything better. And as a matter of fact, never do anything, ladies, gentlemen, that can end up having your ass locked up. Because if you end up getting arrested. That's not going to be too much fun. And did it fix your problem? Because think about it. No matter what you do or how you do it, you can't fix other people. So whatever they did or didn't do can't happen. You can't fix them. It's not going to – life will not get better simply because you keyed somebody's car, destroyed their property, or you're going to hold it hostage. You know, they can't come get their shirts. What the hell do you want with this woman's panties, man? Let that woman have her stuff. Let let this man have his job. And if you have a property, a house, or something like that, let's know the law first. You know, let's look at the law and just ask the person, look, I need you to leave. Especially if you're the person that didn't screw up, it would be appropriate for you to ask the other person to leave. If you're the end, if you are truly the victim, now if both y'all was out there uh, tripping and doing crazy stuff. You you know you just need to both get your stuff together and and try to part ways. But if you're the injured person, just tell them you know what I need you to get your clothes. I need you to get your stuff and get out of here. Now, the thrill of revenge, sure, it makes you feel good. You may feel like you've been wrong and, you know, uh, you, if you do this and file some false police charges or whatever, let me, get, let me, at the end of the day, your best bet is just forgive and move on. I know you don't want to hold your head up. I know you don't want to um, get out, socialize. You want to just go climb in a cave and hide. But you can't do that. Life is going on with or without you, so you might as well go on with life. Pick yourself up. Put your big girl panties on. You're a man. You know, act like a man. Spend your energy and time appreciating the people that deserve it, the people that you've probably been cut off from, especially if you have children. Don't be trying to use your child as a weapon. No, you can't see your daddy. Really? I mean, really. Come on. Let's 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 not do that. Next thing I want you to consider 
is when you break up with someone and you think about them and you get horny, you know, it's 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 uh, late night and you want to blame it on alcohol, your first instinct is, well, I don't want to go out here and sleep with somebody I don't know. I have needs. I have desires. Let me call them. Hell no. Don't do that. Do not go backwards in life. If you think that filling that void between your legs or, or uh, relieving that tension is going to make you have some clarity, you are a damn fool. It's not going to work that way. Don't go sleeping with people and having sex with people. At best, you may have a moment of bliss that is going to just set you back because the reason you came to this place, the reason that your relationship is jacked up to start with is because you are not functioning well as a couple. Truth be told, you may not be functioning well as an individual, either one or both of you. So sleeping with somebody that's not wrapped tight or while you're not wrapped tight, you're sleeping with people, it's not a good move. Do not do it. Take some time. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm not trying to turn this into a sex show, but if masturbation can make that urge go away, go ahead and masturbate. Just wash your damn hands before you go talking to anybody, especially me. And I'm being funny. But do relieve your tension and go forward in life. You, you have to go forward. Now, ladies, here's what happens with men. Men are territorial, and women are too. I'm not going to say it's just a gender thing with men, but uh, men are more territorial often than women. Brother, stop parking down the street trying to see who coming over there and driving by the house. And ladies, same thing for you hiding in the bushes. You don't put on Big Mama's wig. You already look crazy with that weave. You sure don't need to put on nobody else's wig. But don't go doing these these activities in an attempt because all you're going to do is piss yourself off. That's number one. Number two, brother, stop the front. You weren't all that concerned about that woman when you cheated on her or when she cheated on you. She wasn't all that concerned about you. So whoever comes with this begging for reconciliation, don't do it. If they truly want to reconcile with you, if they want reconciliation with you, they will over the next three or four months give you the room you need. If not, you're gonna have you're gonna set up this pattern of dysfunction. You break up, you fall out. Then all of a sudden this person is nice. They're taking you to dinner, they're washing their clothes, they're leaving the toilet seat up and down, whatever. Next thing you know, three months later you're going, Why in the hell did I do this? I had a client of mine a couple of years ago and I'm not gonna mention genders or anything like that to give anything away, but what happened, this couple was dysfunctional as hell, and one of them was just, and just well, I want my kids to have their other parent in their life and all that. I'm like, but really, really? Well, needless to say, you know they got back together and they're more miserable than they were the first time. What do you think that does to children? And even if you don't have children, what do you think it does to you? It sets you up for a pattern, and you're delaying your blessings. The more that you revisit the past, the less time you are present. And while you are absent from the present, you are forfeiting any hopes of your future. 
I'm going to repeat that. The more time you keep going back and forth, in and out of your past, you are not participating in the present. When you don't participate in the present, you are blowing your future. Besides, if you do this again and your ex pulls some more mess with you, not only will the extra humiliation and regret and uh, just devastate you, it's going to get you to this embittered state where, A, you're not going to trust people, you're not going to want to be around them, just a bad way to go. Never, never go down that street. This one, this bit of advice is funny. Stalking people via social media, looking at Facebook, looking at their LinkedIn page. Uh-huh. Okay, you had 899 people. Yeah, now you got 902. You added two women. Chill your crazy behind out. Don't cyber stalk people. Not only does it show you that you have issues, but cyber stalking somebody is like you trying to stay friends with their family members. Unless you have two or three children with somebody, you have no reason to be trying to hang out with this person's mama no more or they uh, go over to their family events. Get a life. You're on Facebook and you, you've set up a new account under John Doe, Jane Doe, and you sent them a friend's request and you got a picture of somebody else up there just so you can have access to see what they're talking about, who they're doing, where they're going. There is something the hell wrong with you if you are going that far. One, it's a sign you have dependent personality disorders. Two, it's a sign your behind is crazy. Stop it. Don't do it. That's probably why the hell they left you in the first place. You're a control freak or you are over-dependent on other people. All right? I'm not trying to talk about you, not trying to hurt your feelings, but any type of um, forced interaction with people, if you had to force it, it's not real anyway. As you go through the stages of grieving, you are going to have depression. You're going to experience some moments of loneliness, and you're going to reflect. Just when you or your friends or family think you should be getting better, all of a sudden here comes a holiday that last year or two or three years ago, it was cool. You know, both of you dressed up like leprechauns or whatever, but... This St. Patty's Day, don't, you know, it's okay. Go do something different. Don't allow yourself to get nostalgic over bull crap. It's not worth it. And the depression that you are you're allowing, because let me tell you something, depression is a choice. I, some of you don't believe it because you become so familiar with being depressed that you feel, I can't help it. I'm just depressed. Grow your behind up. Get over it. Dr. Young, that is so cruel. Are you really being that cruel? No, you're being cruel. You're being cruel to you. Waiting, reminiscing, and acting like you are just so debilitated. You can't get out the bed. You can't comb your hair, brush your teeth. Get your nasty behind them, take a bath and brush your teeth and do something to your hair. Go get a shave, bro. You're starting to look like a, a rocket or squirrel mixed with a goat. You do not do that. Here's why. We, 
as human beings are creatures of habit. If we get in the habit, especially bad habits, of doing inappropriate things to relieve our burden, things like screwing other people, drinking, smoking, being on the phone, being the orchestrator of today's pity party debate, associating with people that when times are good, you know you wouldn't even be around them, doing things that have at best, at the very best, a temporary high. It's not worth it. This is a time that will benefit you while feeling rejected, lonely, depressed, or reflecting. When you realize the true magnitude of your loss, here's what you do. That paper I told you guys to write at the beginning of the show, and if you missed it, I'm not going to repeat it again. This show is archived. I suggest you listen to this over and over until it just sinks in with you. You have to hit bottom before you can turn up. And I'm saying that for people that are really hurt. Because some folks love really hard, and if you're one of them, you're going to have to just cry this one out. Does that mean that you can't instantly change it? Sure you can. The moment that you admit you have a problem, that's when when the problem starts getting fixed. As you start to adjust your life without this person, the more that you engage the beauty of life, and I'm not saying go eat a whole damn pie, but go somewhere and just get you a piece of pie. I didn't say go get a pint of ice cream. But stop and get an ice cream cone. Don't eat a box of cupcakes. Stop and get one and just sit. Look at nature. You know, I mentioned earlier, every city on this planet, not just in the United States, especially those of you that are on the islands, man, you got the best view. You can sit and watch sunsets and listen to your inner voice, and just lay there and enjoy the sounds of nature, the ambient sounds, you know, the waves crashing against the shore, or you guys that are in the mountains, you can just look out and see the view. If you're in a coastline city or near a lake, you can just go for a little hike. If you're inland or you're in the plains or even in the uh, desert environment, just get out there and walk. Feel the sun as it, as it hugs you. Feel the wind kiss you on the cheek. Listen to life. Look at the little children at play. As a matter of fact, go play your damn self. Go to uh, one of these arcades and play a pinball. You know, I never realized something. I love going to movies by myself. You know why? Because when you go to a movie with somebody else, can you talk to them anyway? No, not unless you're just rude as hell and disturb everybody else in the theater. So go Find some movies, especially, and I'm not, and listen, don't go watch no depressing movie and no horror movie. Go go and see a movie that, that's funny, that has a lot of action and suspense. Take yourself away. You do not have to participate in your own misery. The sooner that you accept the fact that this isn't the end of the world, it's the beginning. The person that was with you, They were meant to be in your life for a season, a reason, and a lesson. No one will be in your life permanently. I don't care who they are. If death doesn't take them away, circumstances will. 
Be grateful that you had what you had when you had it. And if it was a bad relationship, if you just got played and taken advantage of, be glad for that too. Because that contrast allows you to understand what you don't want. And in knowing what you don't want, that's when you can be far more uh, effective and far more aware of what you do want. So all relationships have some good attributes to them, all of them, the good ones as well as the bad ones. Now, here's a little bit of housekeeping for you. Go to my website, drdyvonneyoung.com. Don't go to Amazon. Don't go to Barnes & Noble. Go to my website. There are three things on there that will help you. Break Up, Don't Break Down is a best-selling book I wrote. The, the Associated Press called it The Relationship Manual. That book deals with every aspect of a breakup, from the rooter to the tutor, as they would say, meaning it deals with the initial feelings. It deals with religious beliefs and guilt and shame. It deals with kids. It deals with starting over and how to start over and when to start over. It deals with how to handle the anger and the frustration and uh, wanting to kind of see, can we try again? It deals with all of that. Go to my website. It will be available for Kindle download in about maybe 30 days or less. I am going to be available in an audio book next month. But go and get the original book, and when you get it, go pick up a little tablet from the store. It, it works. It works. Anytime a million people buy something, that tells you something, right? The other thing, there's another book called Another Chance. So if your relationship ended, not under bad terms, but death, somebody died, you guys just realize, you know what, we just, it's, it's too much. We, it's, we're not where we were. Get another chance. And that's it, D-R-D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Dr. D. Ivan Young is how some people say it. It's pronounced Yvonne, but it's doctor without the period, D-R-D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com. All right? Just get those things. They will help you get some clarity and a sense of awareness take you out of the dark side. Lastly, there's a meditation CD on their website called uh, A Time to Chill, and Lord knows you need to chill out. You don't have to do anything. It is guided hypnosis. It has been proven to lower everything from uh, cortisol levels to blood pressure. I would suggest you get that. If those things don't help you, set up an appointment with me. I can help you. You may not be able to change the problem, but if you change the way you look at it, you will change how the problem affects you. So this Sunday night, we're going to have a show. Uh, you know this program airs only twice a week, and I want to thank the millions of you that are listening to my voice right now for being present. Sunday night, you definitely want to hear the show. I'm going to be talking about why people cheat how to spot them when they're cheating on you, how to position the relationship so that cheating won't be a factor, and how you can stop cheating yourself by getting in situations that absolutely mean you no good. With all of that said, I want you to have a safe, great, and wonderful weekend. I love you more than you know. 
And don't feel shy. If you want to ask a question and hit me up or get a free 15-minute consultation, you can always do that. You know, the stuff is out there on the Internet. Google me. You'll find me. Or shoot me a message via Facebook. We'll set up some time to talk, all right? This is Dr. D. Yvonne Young. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. I love you. Have an awesome weekend, and I'll talk to you on Sunday night. Bye now. Have a good one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.